How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 514 0521. 800 514 That's 800 514 time for another edition episode another chapter in the chronicles of titillating sports not with your host rick tittle but with your host dominic Jimenez. i'm in for the week as rick takes a much deserved vacation gallivanting across the northeast or at least in new york and pennsylvania maybe he's going to boss i actually don't know what rick's itinerary he's chatted with me about it in the past about where he was going to go this time I don't know I know he started in Philly and I do know I think he was going to try to go to Broadway so I guess that does mean he went to New York where else he goes who knows we got a pretty busy show today six segments four guests so not a lot of time for y'all's and your calls but we will have a couple of open segments Coming up after the break, uh, I think this is his third appearance, so officially friend of the show, Pro Bowler Sean Rash will join me, talk a little about his career in the PBA League Bowler Certification Program, get his thoughts on it. We heard from Parker Bone uh, the third on Monday about it, so we'll talk to Sean about it. Uh, 1040, Alan Kozen is a former music critic, cultural reporter for the New York Times for almost 40 years, 1977 to 2014. He's got a new book about Paul McCartney's life and music career post-Beatles. Uh, in about an hour, we'll talk to Simon Holden of Pro Wagering. And uh, 25 after in the next hour, we'll talk to H.A. Johnson, who I think this is his fourth or fifth appearance. So I think he's got the lead. Where are you at, E.J. Tackett? So A.J. Johnson will join me and talk some bowling and also the PBA League Bowler Certification Program. So, uh... 20 minutes from now and an hour and a half from now are my two open segments. You can give me a call at 1-800-878-7529 and we'll talk some sports. Carlos Correa signed with the Giants. We'll break that down later. Dominic Mendes, Italy Sports. 
I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal? Driving high will get you a DUI. And if you're wondering if law enforcement can tell you're driving high, well, everyone else can. Friends? I can tell you drove high. Parents? I can tell when you drive high. Relatives? I can tell. You drove here high, didn't you? So what makes you think law enforcement can't? I can tell. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to the show. Dominic Jimenez here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcasting Network. Heard across the United States and all around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You heard me tease it in the open. You heard me talking uh, about it on Monday. Where it's time to talk some more bowling. And this time I'm welcoming in, I think for the third time, a friend of the show officially, uh, my pal Sean Rash. 17-time PBA Tour titleist, including a couple of majors. 
uh, Player of the Year in 2011 and the 2012 ESPYs Bowler of the Year. We'll talk a little bit more about Sean and his career later on, but he's mainly here to talk about the PBA League Bowler Certification Program, the LBC and uh, we've also got some more info about the program and the inaugural national championship coming up next year. Sean, welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure having you on and, and picking your bowling brain. Uh, tell me, what is the PBA League Bowler Certification Program? Yeah, first of all, I just want to say thanks so much for having me on this afternoon, uh, at least here in Chicago, afternoon time. But uh, the PBA launched the LBC National Championships for next summer, uh, the League Bowlers certification program is based out of all of the bolero centers across the country so you got you know hundreds of thousands of bowlers uh, all over the country bowling league every night you know monday through sunday and then this new event that they just created the lbc national championships uh june 3rd through july 16th on weekends is a singles event uh you can also bowl doubles and team with people throughout the, the tournament itself so if you wanted to bowl and you wanted to bowl with me and I bowl a couple weeks later you sign us up as a doubles partner and then our scores count uh, after I complete it so um, just a heck of an event uh, estimated $500,000 total prize fund six divisions um, you know the open division handicap scratch and uh, some of the cool features at the end of the event will be a television show uh, filmed at Bayside Bowl in, in Portland, Maine at the end of September. So uh, with more money up for grabs. Um, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a pretty fun event uh, for the first time ever. Uh, pros uh, at the end, you know, we have our own uh, day on July, I want to say 16th or 17th, whatever that Monday is, after the event finishes, uh, where the top 50 in the world compete on the 17th. Uh, you know, to figure out who wins our division, so to say. And uh, like I said, just really excited about it. It's going to be based out of Milwaukee at Bolero Wauwatosa, which is uh, a near and dear to my heart. That's where I won my first major, or at least qualified for the TV show back in 2007. So, and a lot of history in that building. And one of the things that I admire about the bowlers that bowl professionally, both on the men's and women's tour, is the connection that so many of you seem to have with fans. The there there easily could be a disconnect because we we see it in other sports where the professionals are just hey yeah cool thanks uh, we appreciate you rooting us on but you, the bowlers are always so close to the fans and you mentioned Bayside Bowl I look no further than all of the events you have there where the fans are totally into it you uh, people are high fiving the fans in between uh, after shots um how important is it for you to continue to be able to connect with fans and how excited are you for this event the national championship for the uh, pba league bowler certification where you can continue to connect with fans and reach out with them and bring them into this kind of really cool really revolutionary to an extent event like this yeah, no, anytime you get a chance to bowl with anybody, it's fun, right? But now you get to bowl on a, a national television event, um, you know, six games across 12 lanes. Uh, injury fee right now is currently only $100 through the rest of the year, and then it goes up. Uh, and then you can pick who you want to bowl with, right? So if you're a fan of Sean Rash or Kyle Troop or Jason Belmonte or, you know, Chris Barnes or some of the senior players that are going to bowl in their squad as well, uh, you can pick them as a doubles partner. But this is a singles event, like I said, uh, opportunity side events where you're not forced to bowl the doubles like the other tournament uh, or forced to bowl on a team and you got to put everybody together. You know, there is handicap those uh, divisions as well. So it, it basically fits every single 
bowler there is, male or female, uh, with all the divisions and scratch and handicap. And there's so much to do in Milwaukee. Uh, you know, the Holler House, the oldest regulation lanes in the United States back in 1908. Uh, you got the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, you know, I'm part of the Milwaukee Pounders uh, PBR PBA league team, uh, which basically Bolero Wauwatosa is our home center. Uh, and, you know, hopefully one day we'll have a, a team event there and so much more to go. But uh, just, you know, cool concept. It's new. It's fresh. Uh, of course, there's going to be kinks. Everyone's going to have questions that can't be answered immediately, but that's part of new things, right? And uh, so far, things have looked great. You've got pros across the board uh, supporting this and promoting it. Uh, I think they're going to have a really great turnout, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, Milwaukee is a great time of year. Uh, in the middle of June, July, too, the weather is pretty nice. And and to you, Sean, you've accomplished so much in your career, and you know, um, there's not a whole lot you haven't done. But how important is it to you now at this point in your career? You're still super competitive, but you've, you seem to have kind of embraced an ambassador type role for the sport. Where obviously you're out here promoting. Um, you know, connecting with fans in, in the LBC National Championship come June. But I know you were just overseas also. So what is it like for you kind of embracing and leaning into that ambassador role for the sport where you're a face, you're you're a person, you're, your name is being used to promote the sport of bowling at, at events worldwide? Well, I'm humbled that you, you say that. I don't know if I'll ever be the ambassadors, guys like Dick Weber and Parker Bone and some of the greatest of all time uh, that has done so much for our sport and paved the way. And I've always kind of put my um, my voice first. Sometimes I wear my heart on my sleeve. A lot of people know that. Uh, I speak my mind before thinking through some things. But uh, I mean the best for our sport. I know that if it helps the sport, it helps all of us. Uh, so I was just overseas in Europe doing some clinics for our military with Stephanie uh, Zavala and, and Danielle McCune and we're getting ready to go back in January to Japan, uh, the three of us with Ryan Simonelli, and uh, giving back a little bit as well to our military and doing some more clinics and pro-ams and, and uh, you know, just giving anything we can to make people enjoy our sport. So uh, when you say being an ambassador, to me it kind of goes, man, you're getting older. But uh, that's true, too. So I am getting older. I'm 40 years old now, and I've got some aches and pains in the body and still feel pretty competitive, but... Uh, like I said, if there's anything I can do to help our sport grow, I want to be a part of it and, and help it grow. And whether it's television or sponsorships, um, youth, you name it, uh, scholarships, um, anything I can do to help to grow it, I'm going to try to do my best to, to do it for our sport. Well, at least on these tours that you're going on, at least you're not the quote-unquote young guy. That'll make you feel really old if you're hanging out with a bunch of folks older than you. Um, uh, one more question for you, Sean. Uh, you're a nine-time member of Team USA. Uh, you, you represented the U.S. and uh, the juniors also. What is it like representing Team USA, wearing the Stars and Stripes, and being able to win gold, hear the national anthem playing, and representing the United States? Yeah, no, my Team USA years are done by far, uh, unfortunately, just because of some stuff that's happened. But, you know, the, the years that I had were extremely special. Uh, all the events that I went to, uh, you never take it for granted. Uh, you were picked to represent your country and picked to, you know, compete at the highest level and uh, in that, you know, state of mind, so to say, or event that you're bowling in, whether it's the World Championships or Pan Am Games or PabCon or any, anything else. But, uh you know those three little three little words or three little letters that mean so much the USA on your back 
uh, you just can never, never, you never forget it, uh, especially when you hear the anthem play when you win gold medals for the first time or even the last time. And uh, there's been a lot of great players that have gone through those programs, and there'll continue to be a lot of great players that go through that program. Uh, our men just uh, won the world championships uh, in Australia, so a quick shout out to them. And I know our women uh, unfortunately fell a little short, but they they dominated qualifying, and they're in good hands. Um, you know, being at 40 years old, like I said, it, I'm I'm done. Uh, you know, it's time for someone else to go through it. And like I said, I'm very happy and uh, thankful for the years that I spent on Team USA. But nowadays, it's more of uh, I'm a dad, and I got three kids and a wife that I want to be at home a little bit more. So uh, I continue to travel and do what I can. But uh, like I said, it's time for the next uh, wave of players to go through that program. All right, and Sean, before we close things up here, if if people are hearing you right now and they're saying, hey, this sounds pretty cool, I'd I'd like to bowl doubles with Sean Rash or Jason Belmont here, one of those other pros that I kind of have seen on TV, and they want to learn more about the LBC, where can they go to find more information and to sign up? Yeah, so just head to pba.com backslash LBC tournament got all the information you need like i said it's june 3rd to july 16th it's on saturdays and sundays multiple squads a day uh, i'm actually getting ready to do a promo i'm going to be hanging out with everyone at bolero wawatosa june uh, 9th and 10th weekend i believe is what it is i'll uh, give you the, the quick dates here uh, with the first one being july or june 3rd and 4th i'll be there the 10th and 11th of june uh to hang out i bowl on july 17th so uh, but like, yeah, if you want to bowl doubles with me or any other pros or any other PBA league bowler uh, players, all you got to do is sign up there on the day of. Uh, also, four-man teams, you can do that as well. But you know, half a million dollar prize fund, television opportunities at Bayside Bowl uh, to watch the PBA league as well, and more money and, and all that good stuff with Fox and Fox Sports One. Uh, there's so much, so much cool things, so many cool things that are going to go on with this event and. Looking forward to uh, seeing it grow through the year. So, again, PBA.com, June 3rd to July 16th next summer. And I uh, look forward to seeing everybody there June 10th and 11th if you're there that weekend. There it is. That is the voice of Sean Rash, 17-time PBA Tour titleist, including a couple majors, one of which in Milwaukee. So, as he said, Milwaukee holds a very special place in his heart. Sean, always a pleasure getting to talk to you. Super insightful, and you've got such a – perspective on the game that i really appreciate and love listening to thanks so much for taking some time and joining me today always a pleasure having you on not a problem thanks for having me. you guys have a great day we'll see you in milwaukee yes we will coming up in june that is sean rash i'm dominic Jimenez. this is sports byline usa Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. 800 298 That's 800-298-9093. Ivania You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Maybe I should have played some Bad Bunny coming back here. That's a whiff on my part. Why would you talk about... Why, why do you need to specifically play Bad Bunny? It's because Bad Bunny is pals with Carlos Correa, who just signed last night. I believe it was around 9 o'clock the news came out. I'm out I'm at my computer, you know, prepping for the show. I get a phone call from my cousin, my younger cousin, so I don't often speak with him on the phone. So I'm like, oh, oh no, is is everything okay with his parents? Um, I got to, hey, hey, Chris, what's up? Dude, did you see it? Like, what? I'm 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 doing I'm doing work. I'm prepping some bios. What's up? Carlos Correa, man. 13 years, $350 million. What? Put my phone on speaker. I opened up Twitter while I'm still talking to him. And sure, sure it is. Sure, sure right there. It's right there. Jeff Passan, MLB, the Giants, a couple of the Giants beat writers. 
Ken Rosenthal. So it wasn't just J- John Heyman saying um, Carles Morea signs, a la Arson Judge. I'm like, oh my goodness, wow, no, that's that's for real, and that's I mean, the Giants. It's it is for real. We we're here the next day, and it's hasn't been retracted. Carlos Correa has signed the largest contract for a shortstop ever. And he's with the San Francisco Giants. 13 years worth $350 million. He outdoes Trey Turner and Xander Bogarts, who signed with the Phillies and the Padres, respectively. Uh, Dansby Swanson now next man up on the shortstop free agent list. Uh, Correa just turned 28 in September. So with the Twins... Signed a huge deal with the Twins last offseason that had an opt-out, so he was there for a year. Opted out, made $35 million in the during the 2022 season, which was just fine. He opted out, and uh, he cashed in. And he took a, a, quite a pay cut. Now, obviously, he's going to end walk away at the end of this with $350 million. But he's got an average annual salary of about 26 and change as opposed to the 35 he made last year. And he had signed a two-year, $70 million deal with the Twins. It, it wasn't like, it wasn't a situation where, oh, yeah, you know, he, he made a bunch because he opted it. No, he would have made the same amount the following year, too. So $350 million for the former number one overall draft pick. It's the fourth largest deal for an MLB player trailing Mike Trout's $426.5 million extension with the Angels, Mookie Betts' $365 million extension with the Dodgers, and Aaron Judge's uh, $360 million deal that he just signed with the Yankees. Correa slashed 290, 366, 467 with 22 homers in 136 games, working around a finger contusion last year after he got hit by a pitch and he was on COVID for a little bit. And this is huge for the Giants for a multitude of reasons. The first, this singular contract is more than they've ever spent in an offseason. I think the biggest contract they had ever given out to a free agent was Barry Zito. I think it was seven years, 126. Now, to be fair, that was like 10 years ago. Times have changed. Pitchers who have never pitched in the majors are getting almost $100 million now. And, you know, it's funny. The, the the first hour of today's show was a replay because I, I, I do so many things here. I need to give myself an hour to be able to kind of get, get ahead of the game since I'm doing something actively here talking to you for two hours. I can't multitask like I normally do where I'm listening to Rick and doing some other things, taking calls, all that good stuff. No. I don't know what the... Oh! I'm like, where was I going with that? I lost my train of thought. No, I, I as I was listening back to it this morning, I'm like, hey, they struck out on Kodai Senga. They struck out on Judge. They're in on Correa, but let's see what happens. Well, turns out what happens is they're going to sign him to a monster contract. And one of the things the Giants really wanted to improve upon this offseason, at least what was reported that they wanted to improve on, was the team defense. They were a terrible defensive team last year, or this past season. And that was one of the reasons that they went from 100-and-something wins to 81. Why they dropped 
not dropped. They won 28 plus games less than they did in 2021. The defense was abysmal. It wasn't only the defense, but the the defense was a big problem of it. And now what they do with Carlos Correa, you know, I respect Brandon Crawford. I appreciate what he's done as a giant, but Brandon Crawford's done. The one-year renaissance where everybody in 2021 seemed to have a magical career year. I don't want to call it a fluke, but it may have been a mirage. We got fooled. Because Brandon Crawford was back to hitting 230, not with 30 home runs, and not playing great defense, which was which has been his calling card his entire career. So now you got Carlos Correa, 28-year-old shortstop. I don't know what they're going to do with Crawford. I don't know if he's going to play second, if he's going to play third, if he's going to be a utility guy. Now, I really don't know what they're going to do. We're going to find out in due time. It We'll figure it out. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But what it means is now you've got an all-star shortstop up the middle who's a fantastic defender. So there's a check mark. The Giants wanted to get more athletic and have better defenders. Boom, check mark. Carlos Correa checks that. They wanted a guy that was a draw, somebody worth getting excited about. The Giants haven't had that in a, in a, in a minute. It's been a, it's been a little bit. Now, all, yeah, they had Buster Posey, but how many people were actively going to the ballpark to see what Buster Posey was going to do with the bat in the last handful of years? He sat out 2020. He was solid in 2020. I think I might have that wrong. No, he was all in 2021. That was his last season. But in terms of Buster, you know, hitting home runs or the clutch plays, it's been a few years. Maybe, you look back when they weren't good in 2009. The team was bad, but you know what? When Tim Lincecum was on the mound, people wanted to go. Happy Timmy Day. 2010. Still Lincecum. You had Matt Kane. They called up the hot rookie, Buster Posey. They were guys worth watching. Guys that you got excited about wanting to go see. Prices are not going down. Food prices are not going down. Beer prices are not going down. Shirt prices are not going down. Jersey prices. Nothing is getting cheaper. I can't speak to all of baseball. I'm just going to assume most of the teams. Nothing's getting cheaper. And consumer's dollar doesn't go as far as it used to, in large part to inflation. So the Giants needed to make somebody, have somebody exciting, worth wanting to spend your extra money to take your family of four to the ballpark for an afternoon of fun, for an evening of fun. They needed that. And you know what else they needed? They needed a clubhouse leader. I don't know Carlos Correa. I don't know the inner workings of the Astros or the Minnesota Twins. What I do know is I've seen him be fiery. I've seen him be impassioned on the diamond, speaking with his teammates. Those, the way he goes about it, to me, are the signs of a high-quality leader. And all the reports are saying he's an amazing clubhouse presence. I'm all for that. These are all things the Giants need. Excuse me. And you know, 13 years, that's way too much. I've got more to say on that. We have a guest coming up in this next segment. We'll talk about Paul McCartney. But as we close down the hour, I do have some thought, uh, final thoughts about the length of the contract. But Carlos Correa, 13 years, $350 million. 
to the San Francisco Giants. I'm all for it. I'm Dominic Mendez. This is Titillating Sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. This week at Staples, save 40% on... Thanks for your business this year. Save 40% on... Happy Holidays, Nana! Save 40% on... You are cordially invited. Right now at Staples, you can save 40% on custom printed holiday cards and invitations. So you can say, thanks for a great year, happy holidays, or come on over, all for less. For everything you need printed this holiday, go to Staples, the working and learning store. In-store and online. Ends 1217. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paws. It's good medicine. He sent me to. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, heard across the country and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And as you know, we're, despite our name, we're not all about sports. We do love 
our entertainment guests, and I'm very excited to bring in former music critic and culture reporter for the New York Times for uh, almost 40 years, Alan Kozin, and alongside Adrian Sinclair, has written a new book, The McCartney Legacy, Volume 1, 1969-1973. Alan, welcome to the show. What was the inspiration behind chronicling the post-Beatles life of Paul McCartney? I know he's you know, one of the most famous recognizable people in the world from one of the most famous bands of all time. But what was the inspiration to put pen to paper and kind of chronicle his life post-Beatles? Well, you know, we felt that um, uh, uh, there's lots of Beatles biographies out there, and there are actually, you know, quite a few Paul McCartney biographies, but they mostly cover his life as a member of the Beatles, and then maybe the last quarter of the book is about his solo career, but the solo career has been 50 years, you know, plus, really 52. Um, So we felt that no one had really looked at it at the kind of depth that we thought it deserved, given that he's, you know, one of the the greatest songwriters ever, um, and, you know, really should have the kind of examination that we wanted to do. And we were lucky that our editors at Day Street were, you know, really happy letting us run with it and, and give the kind of detail that we wanted to give. Now, you're no stranger to the Beatles, to Paul McCartney, to music in general, did, but did you still feel an element of pressure knowing how big of a star Paul McCartney is that you, you felt like you had to get it right with this book? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I I feel I have to get it right with everything I do. Um, I don't know that there was any more pressure than anything else. Um, you know, the, the idea is to get it right. And, uh, you know, we also felt that not everything out there has gotten it right. And we wanted to correct things that we already knew were wrong. But um, as we went on, you know, we found more and more information about how things were done and when things were done. I mean, the, I think we have established an absolute timeline that's more accurate than anything uh, that's out there. Uh, and so, yeah, we, you know, we wanted to make sure that it was absolutely right. We know also, you know, Paul McCartney always says uh, that uh, when asked about biographies that he'll open to a page at random, and if there's something wrong on it, he closes the book and doesn't <laughs> want to read it. And we were pretty intent on wanting him to read the whole book, and also to feel that we treated him with the respect that he deserves now this is volume 169 to 73 um i'd imagine there are volumes two plus uh coming at some point like you said he's been solo for 50 years now going into it were you surprised how much information you were able to grab in just a four-year span to write an entire book or did you go in knowing this is going to be a series. Let's see what we what we get. Uh, were you surprised at all with the amount of information where you were able to fit just four years of his post-Beatles life into a book? Yeah, actually, we, we always intended only to go up to 1973 with Volume 1. Uh, volume 2, which we're working on now, will go up to 1980. Um, and we think maybe there'll be four volumes. Um, I don't know that we're surprised at how much material there was, I think maybe we were surprised at 
how much material there was that we felt really needed to be in the book. You know, usually you can say, okay, that's not that important. But, you know, he's lived an incredible life. And in this period, there is so much drama with the breakup of the Beatles and uh, trying to, you know, dissolve Apple so that he would have the money to pay his Wings members and, uh, you know, all of his royalties from Wings and his solo things were going into Apple still, and he didn't have access which is why he had to sue the other Beatles, which he really didn't want to do. So that's another bit of drama. Uh, and then the drama of putting out his albums, each one, and waiting to see what the reaction would be, and having kind of a split reaction, because the public liked them. They, you know, did go to the McCartney album, went to number one, but a lot of the press sort of slagged it off. Uh, and and so he took a completely different approach when he did Ram, and then that got slagged. And so he took yet another approach when it came to wildlife, and that got slagged. It wasn't really until Band on the Run, which which uh, ends our book, that he re really full put out something that everybody liked, critics, um, buyers, you know, audiences. I mean, Ban on the Run was a triumph. And so it seemed like, obviously, that's a good way to end Volume 1. So we were always heading in that direction with this volume. And it is only four years, but it's a very tumultuous period for him. So we felt it was necessary. And and from what you were able to research and find out, how did he handle that transition period? Because I, I, I'd imagine that's going from top of the world with the Beatles, and then as you were just describing, putting out music that was not widely well-received. It was, you know, a hit here but not there. So how did he handle that transition of being, hey, I, I as the as with the Beatles, we can put out music that can almost do no wrong and people are going to love it, to kind of struggling to find himself as a solo artist with his uh, music? Well, you know, it, it was hard for him. I mean, he was in the position of, uh, you know, imagine Muhammad Ali uh, giving up, you know, his, his prize belt and deciding that he's going to go back to his... Uh, Jim in his neighborhood where he grew up and uh, start training with the local kids there and start all over again. Um, you know, it, it's it's very difficult to have the kind of second act that Paul had. And, uh, and, and as you say, it wasn't easy because the response to his solo music was not always uh, what the response to the Beatles' work was. Uh, not to mention that in the press at the time, there was very much uh, a feeling of, you know, you were either in the John camp or the Paul camp. And, you know, John really kind of uh, took over the spotlight with these long, detailed, open interviews. And Paul was less prone to doing those kind of things at the time. And so John sort of, uh, you know, ran with the Paul, so to speak. And that, that, put Paul uh, in, a, in a way in a defensive position, uh, which wasn't something he needed at the time while he's trying to recreate himself. And yet, you know, he... He sort of rolled with the punches, and, uh, you know, as I said, each album he took a different point of view, a different approach to making music and the kind of production he was doing, uh, the in musicians he was playing with, the kind of sound he wanted, until he hit on Band on the Run. And Band on the Run itself, you know, that was a, a, a huge 
problem dramatically. I'm, you know, thinking almost as a novelist here, um, because half the bands quit on the eve of going to Lagos, Nigeria to record it. And he had to do the drums himself and lead guitar himself. It was just him and Denny Lane and Linda. Uh, and yet they put together this absolutely brilliant album that was that topped the Billboard charts three times over the year that uh, following its release. Uh, we're speaking with Alan Cozen alongside Adrian Sinclair. They've written The McCartney Legacy, Volume 1, 1969 to 1973, covering uh, Paul McCartney's uh, career and life post-Beatles. Uh, just a couple more questions for you, Alan. You said he's been just not just you saying it, but it's a factual statement. He's been a solo artist for over fifty years. How were you and Adrian able to find new material that hadn't been found before that you could include in this book to help tell the story of post Beatles Paul McCartney? Well, really, I'd say three ways. Um, First of all, we talked to everyone we could find who worked with him, who's still alive and was willing to talk to us, um, including uh, Denny Sywell, the drummer in the first version of Wings. And Denny's wife, Monique, kept a diary of the, the entire time that he was in Wings, um, and it wasn't, you know, kind of, you know, detailed diary of, you know, uh, Paul was in a bad mood today and Denny did this. It, but, but it did give us the dates of when they recorded everything, when they were on tour, what hotels they stayed in, you name it. So that kind of detail we got from that, uh, talking to engineers and uh, about, about the recording sessions, um, other people who were involved in different ways, even record jacket designers, uh, really, you know, would tell us what it was like working with Paul or people who did arrangements for the orchestral parts of, of uh, on Paul's albums uh, talk to us about that. And, uh, you know, so there's that. Uh, another thing is that we did an awful lot of research. Adrian lives uh, quite close to the British Library. Uh, he, he lives in, in England. And uh, they have, you know, every newspaper in the universe. And so any place we knew that Paul went, even on a vacation with Linda and his daughters, we'd look up the newspapers, or Adrian would, and, uh, and, and found the accounts of, yeah, Paul turned up in our town today, and this is what he did. And if we could find people who were mentioned in these articles who dealt with Paul, we would try and track them down. For instance, the uh, university tour in 1972, the first Wings tour, uh, these were sort of unannounced concerts that he played at British universities. Adrian found all the university newspapers, and he tracked down people who were at the concerts or at the entertainment committee office when Paul when Paul's roadies walked in and said, uh, "We have Paul McCartney outside. Can he play a concert?" Uh, that kind of thing. So we 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 got a lot of that. And uh, what was the third one I had in mind? Um, yeah, you know, interviews, newspaper research, and. Um, Really, also, a lot of the book, of course, is about the music and how the music works. And by talking to the musicians and listening very closely to the music and to outtakes and, you know, how the music was put together was an important aspect of our book. Uh, and also documents. You know, there are a lot of libraries that have things like uh, certain contracts 
like between him and Eon Productions for the uh, the theme song for Live and Let Die. Uh, we have all of the paperwork for the for the lawsuits, the British lawsuit um, of Paul for seeking to break up Apple so that he could get himself free of the Beatles' partnership once John Lennon decided that the Beatles were over. Um, so really, uh, really three things, documents, interviews, and, uh, and, and library research, because a lot of these, these newspaper accounts haven't been looked at since they were published. And so there's a lot of details just hiding there, really in plain sight, that nobody has, has bothered mining, and so we did. That is the voice of Alan Kozin, former music critic and culture reporter for the New York Times for about 40 years. Alongside Adrian Sinclair has written The McCartney Legacy, Volume 1, 1969-73 from Day Street Books, chronicling the post-Beatles life of Paul McCartney. Alan, thank you so much for taking some time and joining us. We appreciate having you on, and congrats on the book. Thank you. Pleasure being here. The pleasure was ours. I'm Dominic Jimenez. More Sports Byline USA coming up after the break. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812 800-215-6812 That's 800-215-6812 Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by low-cost airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. 
Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. All right, finishing up my thoughts on Carlos Gray signing with the Giants. Um, a few things. So the 13 years, I know a lot of Giants fans are like, that's insane. Why would you give him 13 years? He's going to be 41 when it's over. Well, this is one of the reasons why. When it comes to um, calculating what, how close to the luxury tax, the competitive balance tax that a team is, they don't take whatever the salary is. So say Correa's making $40 million next year and then 30 the following year, the competitive balance tax salary figure is not 40 and then 30 It's whatever the annual average is. So for competitive balance purposes, Correa's number is going to be under $27 million every year. Unless there's some kind of way to manipulate the contract further to... Um, have it vary and fluctuate. Maybe they can because they have so much free money right now. They can make it worth uh, less uh, towards the luxury tax uh, the next few years. So that's one thing. The other thing is it, it shows other free agents that, hey, we are for real. We realize we've swung and missed at some free agents lately, but you know what? We're going to keep at it. We're going to keep making competitive offers. We're still going to keep trying. And now maybe they can improve on the 81 games that they won last year. And that'll show the next batch of free agents, hey, we're for real. We got Mitch Hanniger. We brought in Carlos Correa. We gave a lot of money and a lot of years to Carlos Correa. Let us do it for you too. We brought in complimentary pieces like Mitch Hanniger, Sean Manaya, Ross Stripling. We're for real, and I know they're not done. They're done making big splashes, but they're st- still definitely going to be in on, you know, maybe bringing in some more infield depth and, and some bullpen help. I also think this sh- shapes up for them. I made a joke about this, pl- not about this player, but regarding this player when they didn't sign Judge. I think this puts the Giants for real in play for Shohei Otani in 2023 as a free agent. And this is assuming he doesn't get traded by the Angels and signs an extension wherever he gets traded. But if he gets traded and doesn't sign somewhere, I think the Giants are a realistic possibility. He was excited about San Francisco and was interested in playing here when he came over from Japan, but didn't want to play in the outfield as often as he was going to have to. Well, you know, there's a DH in the NL, so 
Shohei Otani, come on down. I'm Dominic Jimenez. More on the other side. This is Titling Sports. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Failed crypto exchange, FTX's U.S. entity is not solvent, putting into doubt whether American customers can expect to see their funds return. At a hearing held by the House Committee on Financial Services, new FTX CEO John J. Ray III. The question really is, are there wallets that we don't know about? Certainly that is the potential, because the way this company was organized, there may be wallets that don't have their names, we don't know where they are. And that's going to be, you know, a difficult task ahead of us. But what we can see, what we have visibility to, we're grabbing control over. A powerful storm has created tornadoes in the southern United States and brought heavy snowfall and other extreme weather across the U.S. and parts of Canada. The storm has injured several people in Texas and damaged buildings. Roughly 9,000 U.S. flights were delayed Monday and Tuesday because of the storms. The weather has also closed down roads in some western states that are expecting up to two feet of snow. Death in sports takes on a whole different meaning in Iran. An Iranian soccer player has been sentenced to death, according to Iran Wire. There have been widespread protests in the country since the September death of 22-year-old Masha Amini, who died in being detained by morality police on suspicion of breaking the country's strict rules around head coverings. 26-year-old Amir Nasser Azadani was arrested in November for protesting and in relation to the killing of a police colonel. He's been accused of waging war against God and is set to be hanged. I'm Victoria Idoni. The Pentagon is finalizing plans to send Patriot missile batteries that can shoot down incoming missiles to Ukraine. Russia has ramped up missile strikes on key Ukrainian infrastructure. As a result, the administration is scheduled to announce the deployment as early as this week. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $10 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s. And less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-888-201-7060. And you are guaranteed a $10 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These gold Old Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-888-201-7060. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $40 value, free with every order. Call 1-888-201-7060 now to secure your $10 Gold Liberty coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-888-201-7060. The federal government could partially shut down on Saturday if financial arrangements are not made in Washington, D.C. by the end of business Friday. Senate Majority Leader from New York Chuck Schumer says lawmakers need more time to negotiate a bill for avoiding a partial government shutdown, calling for a short-term CR bill that would hold over into the new year after Congress reconvenes from the holidays. An omnibus remains the best and most responsible option to ensure we have all the resources we need to serve the American people at full capacity like they deserve. I'm Tim Berg. 
The open border policy has created an invasion onto the United States and will only get worse in the coming days when Title 42 goes away. Representative Henry Cuellar, the Democrat from Texas on MSNBC, says this is not fair to border Americans. You will see that the border uh, is uh, open and it's not fair to the border communities. Who's speaking for the border communities? Who's looking out for the border communities? And I think the administration needs to look at that. Oregon Governor Kate Brown announced Tuesday that she is commuting the death sentences of all 17 inmates awaiting execution in her state. Brown, a Democrat with less than a month remaining in office, said she was using her executive clemency powers to commute the sentences and that her order will take effect today. A meteor that exploded over Canada last year has been traced to an area far beyond the orbit of Pluto. USA Radio News. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, welcome back in another hour. <clears throat> excuse me, of titillating sports. Dominic Jimenez in the chair for Rick, or I'm in my chair. Rick's chair's empty, but my microphone's on, not his. So there's that. Couple more guests coming up this hour uh, after this open and the commercial breaks. So in about five minutes or so, we'll be speaking with our pal Simon Holden. From Pro Wagering, talking about the World Cup. Obviously, won't know the final yet. Uh, if you're listening live, France-Morocco just underway, so we'll talk about what he, how he thinks that game is going to shake out, uh, his thoughts on Argentina making the finals, and we'll talk a little bit about the World Cup and where some teams go from here. And then in about 18 minutes, my buddy A.J. Johnson, Pro Bowler, will join me. We'll talk... 
about the LBC. Not Long Beach, California, Snoop. No, the League Bowler Certification Program and the inaugural tournament coming up in June of 2023. So we'll get his thoughts and what he thinks about the tournament because, you know, it doesn't matter how many people you can have on. They can give me the parameters of the thing the same, but they can share their thoughts, and that answer is going to, and that is going to make each answer different. So uh, I do like that. The Warriors game last night was weird. They they got beaten bad by Milwaukee, but I think between the two teams there were like six technical fouls. And Draymond Green got a fan ejected. According to Draymond, there was a fan sitting courtside underneath the uh, the one of the rims, one of the hoops. And Draymond said that fan threatened his life. Yikes. There's a lo- there's trash talking. Like, hey, Draymond, you can't shoot threes. <laughs> like, there's trash talking. There are also lines that you don't cross when it comes to trash talking. And if this fan, and I'm going to believe Draymond in this instance, a friend threatened his life a little excessive. Line crossed. I'm Dominic Jimenez, Simon Holtz, and Tilling Sports. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Dancing crew. Trip for two. Nailed the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. New COVID-19 boosters designed for recent Omicron variants are now available. Learn about eligibility and schedule a free updated booster today at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture 
furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Now, more of Titillating Sports with guest host Dominic Jimenez. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for that. Uh, we're heard around the world on the American Forces Radio Network and across the United States on our many affiliates in Sirius XM. And speaking of around the world, let's go to across the pond with our pal Simon Holden of Pro Wagering. We're going to talk some World Cup. Simon, how are you doing, my friend? Dom, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing quite well in the big boy chair, and uh, well, let's just talk really quick about if you're listening live. It's 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, France and Morocco just underway in the other semifinals. So let's let's talk about this one and knock it out a little bit, uh, just because it's uh, if this gets replayed at any point, it's going to sound weird. Like, hey, didn't didn't that team win three nothing? So they just got started. Yeah. <laughs> uh, haven't started. Haven't scored yet. Morocco, the darlings of the tournament, haven't uh, conceded a goal to an opponent. Yet, the only goal that's gone in against Morocco was an own goal against the stalwarts, the superstar-laden France team. Does Morocco stand an actual chance here, Simon? Dom, I bring some dreadful news to your many Moroccan fans. Their defense has been breached. The French have scored. It is 1-0. Um yeah, it's looking like it's going to be a very long night for Morocco. They've they've done so well, but I'm afraid the Moroccan dream ends tonight, Dom. Oh, there it is, Teo Hernandez, and we're 13 minutes into that game, and it's one nil. And I, yeah, it's a lot like Croatia in the other semifinal, where as soon as Argentina got on the board in the first half, you kind of felt like it was over already. And just no knock on Morocco, no knock on Croatia. It's just there's something about these superstar teams when they strike first. It feels like it's kind of it, huh? When you're feeling as though this has got to be the greatest night of your life, you've got to overplay and then reality bites early, like the other night with Argentina. We saw Croatia crumble. They'd overachieved. We now see Morocco incredibly overachieved. These teams have gone down in folklore in their countries, but we're now looking at... You've got to ask yourself this, Don. Would any of the Moroccan players get in the French team? The answer is no. Would any of the Croatian players get in the Argentina team? Maybe one. Um, and he plays in the same position as Messi, so probably none. So it becomes it becomes virtually impossible when you get to this stage with the intensity so you know these teams can leave with their heads held high it's the big teams who went home a week ago need to be ashamed not Morocco and Croatia I will say I I could see Akraf Hakimi being a backup uh, at right back for France maybe that maybe he is Messi's yeah, teammate at maybe. PSG that, that would be the one um, you know you mentioned some of the the disappointments and it it wasn't like it was just one or two teams that flamed out and, you know, we could be like, oh, that's a shame. I mean, Germany and Belgium didn't make it out of the group stages. Uh, Mexico didn't 
get out of the group stages. Uh, Spain lost to Morocco. Brazil lost. There were a lot of teams that were utterly disappointing. And, you know, I know England fans want to say, oh, England, you played France. You were in it, yes. You were playing France. It wasn't like you were upset by some team. So a lot of nations going home with a sour taste in their mouths, huh? Yeah, with the desert, you know, the desert sand in their mouth, I think. I mean, it's just been a, a World Cup of, like, shock after shock after shock. And, you know, you, there'll be so many big teams, Dom, that'll be sat there thinking Morocco, Croatia, you know, that should have been us. This is a, a World Cup that was winnable. There's been no amazing team. We saw Argentina humbled by the Saudis in their first game. We've seen France lose to Tunisia. You know, these aren't. They won't go down as some of the great teams in history, but I do think what we'll see is a very competitive final. People, I think that the heart wants Messi and the Argentinians to win, but France have become very, very good at winning the World Cup in the last 16, 20 years. I've got a funny feeling they came into this tournament without six first-team regulars, Dom. I don't think any other country could have done that, but I think come Sunday night... It will be the Marseilles, whatever, playing out, and the Argentinians will be slinking back to Buenos Aires with empty pockets. As a Real Madrid fan, I'm, I, I would be very happy with that result. I, yeah. I just can't bring it, uh, can't bring myself to root for Lionel Messi. I appreciate his greatness. I just can't root for him, mm. so I'd be okay with it. Um, looking forward a little bit, Simon, to the next World Cup. There are definitely some teams that are positioned well to possibly have a, a another good run. I look at the United States. They were the second youngest roster coming into this one. They'll be more or less on home turf. I mean, they, there might be some games in Mexico or Canada, but it'll basically be in their continent, uh, which is huge for them. Uh, and I look at the England team. I look at the guys like Bukayo Saka, Jude Bellingham, uh, so much young talent on that English team as well. Are there any other teams that you're kind of looking at to maybe bounce back from their performance in Qatar when the World Cup is over on this side uh, of the world in 2026? Well, I think the good news for the listeners is I think the U.S. have had a fantastic World Cup. You, you mentioned the, the youth in, in the side, and, of course, no pressure to worry about qualifying you can build over the next two, three years and uh, give it a real go. I actually think Canada um, have got a lot to be positive about. Um, yeah, I think the interesting thing is we've seen the end of some countries. Mm-hmm. We've had a Belgium team that have been ranked number one and number two in the world for about six years. Their players have got five, six, seven stars that are going to be retiring. The manager's already left. It's in, are we going to see replacements for these smaller teams? The Croatia team looked like they all got very old in about 90 minutes yesterday, so can they rebuild? We could see a changing of the order. The bad news for everyone is this French team containing Kylian Mbappe. Obviously, Messi is the story, but I think Mbappe is the world's greatest player now, and he's only going to get better, Dom. So I think France, whatever happens this weekend, will be the team to beat in four years' time. That's one thing France has done beautifully. And I think even, you know, as this tournament has progressed, Argentina has done it beautifully as well. And that's the blending of youth with experience. Uh, Like you mentioned, I mean, Kevin De Bruyne, the best player on Belgium, when they asked him, like, what do you think you guys are going to do for the World Cup? He's like, well, we're not going to win. We're too old. So even when your best player is saying, uh, 
yeah, we're too old. Uh, you know, four years later, it's going to be an issue. And I think that, you know, we, we've seen Julian Alvarez appear out of nowhere. And, you know, I think if you ask a lot of people like, hey, do you know where he plays? They wouldn't have been able to say Manchester City because when Manchester City signed him, who did they sign him with? Erling Holland, who got all the high, highlights uh, and accolades at the time. So um, a lot of times we see the kind of young player in the World Cup go on and get signed shortly after. And that, I think that won't be the case this time. Um, with this French side, I know you mentioned they're missing so many starters, so many regulars. How impressed are you by their reserves and their depth? Because I think that's something people don't realize when it comes to the World Cup is is, is having depth is beyond necessary. It's, it's critical. It's vital. If you want to succeed, you have to have depth. You look at that Croatia side, the extra, you know, hour that they played over the two prior games, the penalties, you could tell in addition to their age, the extra time that they had to play wore on them. So when you see a Lucas Hernandez go down, his brother Teo Hernandez comes in, Karim Benzema, the Ballon d'Or winner for Real Madrid with France, He's hurt. So Olivier Giroud, the veteran, comes in and, and is scoring goals almost as if Benzema would. Antoine Griezmann found the fountain of youth. So how impressed are you with the depth of this French side? Well, I think it's going to be the, it's going to be the squad what wins it. That's saying, you know, 16 men to win a World Cup. You're right to mention Croatia. I said they got very old together in 90 minutes. The extra uh, time that they've been on the pitch, the age of the team, the fact that they basically had an eleven. You cannot win this with an 11. You need to have the rotation. You need the players coming on after an hour. And, of course, the heat of the desert as well will only exacerbate that, Dom. So, yeah, if you imagine what France would be doing with those six stars that are missing, they become frightening. And in four years' time, they will they have so many injuries going into that? It's unlikely, which makes them a more frightening prospect. But I've got one question for you, Dom. If England are to play the USA in the World Cup in four years' time, Will Prince Harry be allowed to support England, or will he be sat there wearing an American flag? The jury's out, Dom. It'll be the beginning of one of their children ending up being the king of England through uh, through the most complicated routes ever seen possible. That's what it'll be. That is Simon well, Holden. It'll, it'll, we'll be taking it back to 1780 again. Uh, Simon Holden, yeah, across yeah. the pod, talking World Cup. Simon, thanks so much. Always a pleasure chatting with you, my friend. Take care. Pleasure, Dom. See you soon, everyone. Cheers. I'm Dominic Jimenez. Coming up, Pro Bowler AJ Johnson on the other side of this break. I'm Dominic Jimenez. This is State of Lightning Sports. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. This is Titillating Sports with Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to the show. Waiting on our guest, A.J. Johnson, to connect. In the meantime, I can take your calls. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. It was funny. It happened on Tuesday also. Excuse me, where I'm like, oh yeah, Argentina's up one nothing. Messi just scored. Phone refreshes. 2 nothing Argentina. Hey, Simon, yeah, so France-Morocco, you know, that just got underway. Uh, you think Morocco's got a chance? Oh, it's one nothing already. And that's the phone right there. I'm going to hope that's AJ there, so we'll be getting speaking with him in a moment. But I'm like, yeah, it's, what are the chances? What are the chances that it would just happen like that to me during both of the games? Great. I've got great timing. All right. Enough of me whining about the World Cup. We'll bring in our guest, A.J. Johnson, star of the PBA Tour. 
He's here to talk about the new PBA League Bowler Certification Program and the upcoming inaugural 2023 LBC National Championship coming up in Milwaukee in June. AJ, I think this is maybe time number four or five on the show, so absolutely a friend of the show. Welcome back, and tell me a little bit about the PBA League Bowler Certification Program and the upcoming tournament in 2023 in June. Yeah, hey, I'm uh, glad to be back uh, with you guys. Um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like I should just be uh, a, a full time member of the show now. Whenever you guys have uh, stuff about bowling to talk about, um, yeah, no, this is uh, this has been something big that uh, that the PBA and Bolero have uh, have put together. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago starting to do uh, some little. These are like videos and stuff, and I kind of asked them, hey, what are we doing these things for? They're like, oh, it's maybe for some, you know, league thing that we're trying to put together down the road, but we'll see what happens with it. Well, now it's come full force. Um, they uh, they put together this big league, uh, this league bowler certification program, and also the league bowling championships uh, that's going to take place alongside with us as well. Um, it's going to run all the way up until, I think, uh, towards the end of June. Um and uh, it's a way for any league bowler that is bowling in a Bolero Center to be able to sign up. Uh, you can bowl singles, you can bowl teams, you can bowl doubles with anybody. And the coolest part about it, from what I saw, and I didn't even know about it until I did, um, I went and did the appearance uh, out here uh, near my house, is that any of the league bowlers can sign up and pay for a spot to bowl doubles with any PBA bowler in the top 50 of the points. And then their scores and our scores from whenever we bowl our qualifying will go together and be put together to make it to the finals. And um, once uh, um, whoever you make it the furthest with, league board gets paid, the PBA guys get paid, you get to bowl and with one of us and potentially bowl on TV. So I think, I think it's a great opportunity. Um, I think it's something big that they want to keep growing. They want to continue uh, to see – how much they can get out of it, and uh, it and I think it gives a really big incentive for uh, league bowlers in Bolero centers uh, to uh, to continue to continue to uh, to keep bowling and everything like that. So I'm really excited about it. I'm really curious uh, to see how it all kind of unfolds uh, throughout the year and and what comes from it. And then we, one of the cool things is you don't all have to if you, you know you do bowl doubles with somebody who's not a pro bowler uh, or you bowl in the team event. Uh, as Parker Bone was telling me, you don't actually even have to be there at the same time. So I think that's really cool, giving league bowlers flexibility. Where if you've got your 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 crew of homies that you bowl with on you know your Saturday nights, you don't all have to get there at the same time. You can bowl separately and just have your scores be linked up. I think that's really cool to make it flexible because you know the world's in so much you know there's always question marks and committing to something six months in advance for four different people all having the same plans can make it difficult so I think it's really cool how flexible they've made it for league bowlers to not only be able to uh, bowl doubles essentially with the top 50 points earners and in, in the pros but to be able to link up with their friends and not have to be there at the exact same time yeah absolutely I mean that that's that was one of the things I think that they talked about quite a bit was the flexibility of it and being able to give the league bowlers an opportunity of, you know, no matter what you have going on in your schedule, whenever you can find time to go and bowl, go bowl and post your scores and 
you don't have to be there at the same time. So if your schedule doesn't match your partner's schedule or doesn't match your your uh, your team schedule, you guys can all go and bowl at your times that allow you to go and bowl, and you still get to bowl the finals together. So I, I think the flexibility part of it is great. Uh, you know, when they give as much time as they do, um, especially you know when they do get the opportunity to bowl with us, because. Obviously, we don't bowl the qualifying portion at the same time as they do. We we do it on our own time. So I think that was a big key uh, with them and being able to give the league bowlers because they know that they all have lives. They all have things going on throughout the week. They have their own their own stuff going on. So uh, they they wanted to provide that uh, those opportunities for them to you know to be able to do it as they want to. You know, I was talking with Sean Rash earlier, and I asked him how you know he's embracing kind of being an ambassador for the game, the sport, uh, for Team USA, for for all of that over the years. And he's like, it means I'm old. So AJ, I'll ask you, we're we're the same age. I'm not going to call us old. I'm not willing to go that far. But uh, so I'm going to say you're still at a young age. Uh, what is it like for you, kind of leaning into that role as being an ambassador for you know your sponsors, uh, Team USA, the sport? as a whole yeah you won gold in australia last month with team usa so what is that like for you at a pretty young age still being able to represent so many different people and kind of be one of the faces helping grow the sport yeah you know i, I know you just say you weren't gonna you know call us old but you know i i definitely i definitely feel it uh, as we uh, <laughs> as we get to uh the 30s I, I definitely can but uh um you know, I guess I've never really, I've never really sat down and and kind of looked at all of that, and and um, I guess taken myself out of it and looked at it from you know the outside looking in, and and kind of kind of I guess realized all of that stuff that you just said. And to me, um, to me, I you know all I try to do is just focus on number one, growing the sport and trying to make it as big and as popular as it possibly can be. Showing, showing off that we as professional bowlers are, are professional athletes. You know, we are athletes, and we do, um, you know, we get to play a sport for a living and, and trying to showcase that as much as possible. And then just being a great person when I'm out in front of everybody, trying to show how, um, you know, trying to show just how great this sport is, whether I'm traveling internationally with Team USA or for World Bowling, whether I'm traveling and domestically, you know, just bowling league, um, you know, going to my girlfriend's center that, you know, that her family owns and hanging out with them and bowling league with them. You know, I just, I, I just want to try and make as big of a difference as I possibly can that when it's all said and done, you know, my career has looked back on that, you know, not only was, you know, was I a great bowler and, you know, accomplished a lot, but I also want people to say, you know, he made a difference and he helped grow the sport to become, bigger and better and, and left um, and left footsteps and a, a path for the next generation and for the kids to um, to continue to grow the sport as well. You got about a minute left with AJ Johnson Pro Bowler. Uh, in addition to the new tournament, uh, the PBA has done some other work and they've worked with USBC and they've collaborated to increase event coverage. How excited for you uh, uh, about that are you? Be, how excited about that are you? Because we've talked in the past about the, the growth of the television revenue and, and how much bowling is on TV, but now this partnership with PBA and USBC to get more events live-streamed. How cool is that, knowing you're going to be able to be reaching more people at every tournament that can't physically be there? 
I, I think it's a, I think it's a huge step in, uh, in the right direction. Um, when I, when I saw the release and I, I saw the, the collaboration, uh, between the PBA USBC coming together with Bull TV, um, you know, I, I read the whole thing and, and I, all I said was, wow, because people, so many people don't get the opportunity to physically be there for the events, but they want to see all the stuff that happens prior to the TV show of this, the top five guys. So now you have access to a live streaming uh, service that you can watch the PBA, all qualifying, all match play. And then the smaller events, you get to watch the tournament from the beginning all the way through the end. You get the PWBA. You get uh, USBC collegiate events. You get youth bowling, junior gold. You get all these, all these events in bowling under one roof. And it's, it's only going to make the sport even better, I think. And it's going to make – I think it's going to put fans in a much easier spot to say, well, now I only need one subscription and I get to watch everything. I get to watch all my favorite bowlers from across the world um, as much as I possibly want to. And it's, it's a huge deal to see the USBC and the PBA come together on that and be able to work together to create this and give this to all the fans. Um, and I know it's just going to it's just going to create – more opportunities going forward for us as bowlers um, to be able to reach our fans as well. That is AJ Johnson. We're speaking. We were speaking about his career, the sport of bowling, and most importantly, the PBA League Bowler Certification Program in the 2023 LBC National Championship. Head to pba.com/backslash/lbctournament for more info. AJ, always a pleasure having you on, man. We look. I look forward to the next time. We'll make it number six. Thanks so much, and uh, thanks for being an advocate for the sport. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. And hopefully uh, the next time we're doing another podcast, it's after a turn to win. And a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt 
We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to the show. We've got an open segment, so please give me a call. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. I'll click a button, bring the volume button up, and we'll talk some sports. Huh? How about that? Let's do it. It's funny, with all of the MLB shaking and doing and whatever, you know, stupid little phrases you want to use. With all of that going on, all of the money being spent, you look at Philly spending money on Trey Turner and, oh, they signed another pitcher too. I forgot who it was. Philadelphia spending an exorbitant amount of money. Uh, The New York Yankees obviously spending a lot of money to bring Aaron Judge back in. The Rangers balling out and getting Jacob DeGrom. The Mets signing more players, going, continuing to go over the competitive balance slash luxury tax. Uh, the Blue Jays bringing in guys like Chris Bassett. A team that we haven't heard much on is the Dodgers. They lost Trey Turner who made it pretty clear, yeah, yeah, I loved my time here. I want to go back to the East Coast. Thanks. All right, that's fair. His wife's from Pennsylvania. He's from Florida. Spring training's in Florida. The East Coast is perfect for him. And Philly, it perfect location. Best of every world for Trey Turner. But the Dodgers, you know, they were, they were in on this guy. They reportedly tried to make a play on Aaron Judge. That didn't work. They, they tried to make a play on... Try to bring back Turner. I think they tried to make a play on Xander Bogarts, and that didn't work. And it's it's similar to San Diego, where it's like, where are the Dodgers getting all this money from? They've already got Freddie Freeman to a huge deal. Mookie Betts to a huge deal. They lose Cody Bellinger. They, they got the starters. They bring back Kershaw for $20 million. They've been really quiet. But now that the Giants have signed Carlos Correa, and also, I think that's one of the most underrated things about the Giants signing Carlos Correa, is he was already current MLB player, probably public enemy number one for Dodger fans. And now you add on top of that that he was public enemy number one for Dodger fans, and now he's a Giant? Carlos Correa, even if he doesn't really accomplish much as a Giant, I'm going to knock on wood as a Giants fan there. I hope he does accomplish things as a Giant. But even if he were to not accomplish anything, 
he's going to go down in history for Dodger fans as up there with Barry Bonds as probably most hated players ever. And I love it. It's great. It's 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 an extra layer to the Carlos Correa to the Giants signing. It makes it makes it kind of fun. He I, I told you about all the qualities that he brings to the Giants and and what he does for the organization and gives them credibility to be able to sign free agents and that they do want to win. They're not trying to moneyball their way to a title, which to this point in time has never worked for anyone. But now that the Giants signed Correa, reportedly the Dodgers are interested in Dansby Swanson. How about that? Yesterday, the Giants were in on Dansby Swanson. They had exchanged some numbers and were going back and forth. Well, Carlos Correa signed and uh, Dansby Swanson did not sign with the Giants. The Braves were interested in bringing him back. The Cubs are in on Swanson. I think he just married Mallory Pugh, NWSL and USA Women's National Soccer Team star Mallory Pugh, and I think she plays in Chicago with the Red Stars. So there's, oh, maybe he wants to go to the Cubs or the White Sox. I don't think the White Sox are necessarily interested. Tim Anderson's a pretty good shortstop, and the White Sox are kind of covered there. But maybe he wants to go to Chicago and play for the Cubs. But now the Dodgers are super interested. It doesn't surprise me. That's This is the second offseason in a row that the Dodgers have lost a huge shortstop to free agency. Because if you recall, this time last year, maybe a little bit after this time, but offseason of the 2021-2022 season, Corey Seager signed a $300 million contract with the Rangers, and the Dodgers lost him. They slid Trey Turner over from second to short. But now Trey Turner's gone, so there's a hole there for the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are no strangers to spending money. Now, there was a point in time where they would not slash could not spend money back in the Frank McCourt days of uh, his ownership when, you know, they were bankrupt to an extent. Those were the days. But now they've got money to burn. They've got the World Series title, so that's more money. They're still Los Angeles, so there's the aura of playing in L.A. And the Dodgers want Dansby Swanson. I, For what I'm imagining he's going to command, I would not want Dansby Swanson. He was amazing this past season. Do not get me wrong, taking nothing away from him. But I'm always weary of players who have career years and then are free agents. Just be mindful of that. It was the best season, by far the best season he's ever put together. Buyer beware. And if Swanson ends up not living up to the contract, then I hope he signs with the Dodgers. Make him hurt a little bit. All right, Uh, connecting dots with the Giants a little bit, but still talking more free agency. Uh, Carlos Rodon, what a signing that was last year for the Giants. They signed him to a two-year deal. It was what's apparently become Farhan Zaidi's trademark, the give you a two-year deal. There's an opt-out after the first year. If you're great this year, that helps us 
you can opt out, and now you can be a free agent and go get paid. We'd like to keep you, but this is a, a, a works-for-everybody type of deal. That's what they did with Manaya. That's what they've done with Ross Stripling. I think Ross Stripling's got a little less to rehabilitate in terms of value. He had a 311 ER, 3.11 ERA last year. Ross Stripling was just fine. Now Carlos Correa, Carlos Correa, Carlos Rodon, he's looking for his big payday, and I don't blame him. He was fantastic for the Giants. He proved he could stay healthy. And one of the teams that's been linked with him for quite some time are the Yankees. Now there's a new report that the Yankees and Carlos Rodon are quote-unquote far apart on a deal. So is it the Yankees not willing to give him what he wants? Is it Rodon asking for too much and realistically nobody is going to match it? I don't know. It's a great question. Reportedly, according to John Heyman, a.k.a. Arson Judge, the lefty Radon is looking for seven years and $210 million at minimum. The Yankees don't want to go that high in years and slash or annual value in dollars. That's a brave and bold ask of Radon. He's 30, so he'd be pitching until he's 37 under that contract. Two seasons ago, he took a minor league deal. Uh, and like I said, he had a great year with the Giants last year. He was 13-5, and 5, 2.37 ERA, .96 whip, and 185 strikeouts in 132 and two-thirds of an inning. He was hampered down the stretch. He had a shoulder injury, but he was still fantastic. Uh, he got his two-year deal with the opt-out. So Raton was great. Excuse me. Those numbers I just read, 2021 stats – and he had a shoulder injury, so he had to sign with the Giants. This past season with the Giants, 14-8, and 2.88 ERA, 103 whip, 237 strikeouts in 178 innings. He looks like he could be a guy who's in the middle of his prime, the type of ace you'd like. But do you want to commit $30 million to a pitcher when he's 35-36 and a power pitcher at that? Decisions. Decisions, decisions, because there are questions. He's had shoulder problems. He's had other injuries. Did the Giants, yeah, I'm not going to say they fixed something because he was good the year before also. Have the Giants unlocked something and Carlos Rodon is going to be that guy moving forward? Uh, we don't know. You know, earlier in the show also when I was breaking down the Correa signing, I'm like, Brandon Crawford, the shortstop for the Giants, where does he go now? Does he play second? Does he play third? Well, now there is a report that the Giants are going to be moving Brandon Crawford to second or third. Susan Slusser says it'll be third base. And while Crawford has lost the range that he once had as a defensive shortstop, I I think that what he's got in the tank left is just fine for third base. And it also gives the Giants more flexibility where if Correa needs a day off, Crawford can slide into short, J.D. Davis can slide in at third, Wilmer Flores can slide in at third. Crawford's willingness and ability to play third base it provides a lot of flexibility for the Giants. Because all of a sudden, you've replaced 
Brandon Belt and Evan Longoria in the lineup with Carlos Correa and Mitch Haniger. Huge upgrades <laughs> there for the Giants. And if Crawford can just... Kind of what you asked Crawford to do early in his career. Can you hit me 250 and play stellar defense? All I need from you. They didn't get either one from him last year. But with a move to third base, is there going to be a level of rejuvenation for Brandon Crawford? Less pressure on him to be a huge source of the offense, admittedly. Coming off his 30 home runs in 2021, there was a lot of pressure on Brandon Crawford to help carry the offensive load. And he wasn't able to do it. None of the Giants were able to do it. They didn't have... So they scored runs, but they weren't always competitive in games. There were a lot of huge blowout wins, and over the course of 162 games, you're going to have those wins, and that's going to help prop up your offensive numbers when you score 12 runs in a game, and then the next couple games you score two and two. Well, hey, guess what? You're averaging five runs a game and change over those three games. So all, all those stats you have to take with a grain of salt and put it into consistency context, which for the most part, that that's the eyeball test. And that's one of the things about analytics. Everybody's all in on analytics now. Not everyone, but a lot of teams, a lot of fans, a lot of a lot of media people, they're all in on analytics. My thoughts with analytics is there's absolutely a place for analytics in baseball. Absolutely. It can help identify trends. It can help make minor tweaks to things. But you still got to pass the eyeball test to me. AJ Johnson and I were just talking about how we're not actually old being 31 in our 30s. It's very old of me to say, you got to pass the eyeball test. If he looks good, then he's good. If he's not good, then I bet you he's not good. I can't handle these newfangled um, numbers and metrics and FIP and FWAR and UZR. What are these things? No, the analytics should be in a, a tool to assist, not a tool to solely evaluate. Wrap things up on the other side. Dominic Kimena is still leading sports. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. 
We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. You know, it's funny. Welcome back to the show. Dominic Jimenez with you on Titillating Sports. Uh, it's funny. I was talking about the the weirdness of the Bucks warriors game outside of the score being a blowout win for the Bucks. I mentioned the technicals. I mentioned uh, Draymond getting a fan removed from the game. You know, it's funny. I, there were two things I forgot. One of the technical fouls went to Andre Iguodala, who hasn't played yet this season. He's on the bench, and he got a technical foul in street clothes. So that's one uh, thing that I forgot. The other one I forgot was that Giannis Antetokounmpo was whistled for two 10-second free throw violations. Now, prior to Giannis starting to get called for these, I had never heard of the rule in my life. Apparently, you've got 10 seconds to shoot your free throw. From the time the ball gets to you from the ref, you got 10 seconds to shoot it. And Giannis, who, as amazing of a player as he is, 
is not the world's greatest free throw shooter. He's definitely improved over the last few years. But part of that improvement, he takes his time in triples. He holds the ball. He looks up, shrugs his shoulders, takes a deep breath. Dribble, 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 hold, hold. Ten-second violation. And you got whistled for it twice in one game. That was actually one of the technical fouls. It was like a, a defensive three-second. It was con- technically a technical that resulted in a technical foul, but it wasn't a direct technical on Giannis, per se. Yeah, so the Warriors-Bucks game was weird. And the Warriors lost, so it, the only good thing about it for me was that it was weird. All right, that wraps it up for me here on Digital Lightning Sports. I'm Dominic Jimenez. Uh, another show tomorrow while I'm in. Michael Rappaport will join me, comedian slash actor slash basketball fan. We'll talk to him about his upcoming shows up here in the Bay Area this weekend. I'm Dominic Jimenez. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Wrestling Observer Live is next.